0: You're listening to Strong Woman Radio, a sanctuary free of testosterone, save for a few special guests, where ladies who like to lift heavy things can chit-chat about the struggles and success that comes with being a woman in a man-dominated sport. We welcome all listeners of all sports, be it Strongman, CrossFit, Olympic lifting, or more. Please send us your own inside girl jokes or questions if you'd like to submit one through the contact form on paleoparents.com. Simply click the podcast drop-down from the top right corner and submit a question or comment under the SWR tab. While you're at it, shop on the sidebar of our blog for our favorite products and recommended partners. Now, let's get to our fearless leaders, two competitive strong women athletes who earned their invites to nationals within the first year of training for the sport. Please remember, Stacey and Vivian's banter is often mindless and should never be taken for professional medical advice. So, welcome back to Strong Woman Radio. We are so consistent now. (laughs) Uh, Viv is super, super proud and excited to actually have a real podcast. I know. In the beginning, it was kind of iffy there for a while. In the beginning, you were doing a lot of things. You were just adding more to the things. But my 2015 (laughs) goal was to focus more on training. And this, I actually put in the counts towards focusing on training box. So, happy to be back and recording another episode of Strong Woman Radio. Um, true to our awesome r- ongoing list of people that we're interviewing this week, we have Ashley Beaver joining us. Welcome, Ashley. Welcome, Ashley. I thank you. <laughs> um, you might know Ashley through her Instagram and website as Live in Paleo with No G, and um, also launched probably last year, not too long ago, Beaver Bites, which is an egg white protein, um, date sweetened bar that's that not awful. No, it's really <laughs> delicious. You would like it a lot. She she when Ashley was here for the cookie party, she shared some and I'm like, yeah, we need to get on that.
1: So <laughs> welcome. Thank you. I'm excited to be here.
0: <laughs> um for our listeners who might not know you, do you wanna maybe tell them a little bit about yourself? Um I mean for what it's worth you did a bit of a guest post on our blog Paleo Parents last week or the week before, um, with a little bit of insight if people are looking for more information and they can also find you on your blog Live in Paleo where you have recipes and um that kind of stuff. But you are you are a competitive athlete. You are strong as anything. And I I just want to say as an introductory story, my one of my favorite moments while you were here, um, Well, first of all, I was sad to have missed you when you were at the U.S. weightlifting um, open in D.C. And I kind of extended an invitation, like, you should come to our Paleo Cookie Exchange party. Um, And so you did. And you got here and you were hanging out and everything was fine. And then our friend Nicole came in. (laughs) No, Nikki. No, little Nicole. Little Nicole. Little Nicole, who, like, we have to teach how to do back squat and deadlift. And it's, like, the cutest little nugget. (laughs) Did you blow her mind, actually? So, Nicole walks in, and you know, it's just like, there is no barrier from the brain to the mouth, and (laughs) she goes, she kind of just grabs her shoulders, and she's like, oh my God, you're so ripped, and it just like kind of freaks out on Ashley (laughs) And Ashley has no context for the fact that, like, Nicole is just, that's just Nicole. <laughs> yeah, that's just like, Nicole, whatever. That's and, how she rules. Yeah. So, <laughs> that's kind of my experience. And um, you were, like, fully dressed. You weren't even in a tank top or anything. Like, you were in regular clothes. <laughs> you were just clothes. Yeah. You know,
1: like human beings do. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, tell us about yourself. A- epically ripped, Ashley
1: that's funny that you say that this is kind of random but i went i have you know my banker i i went to him a couple months ago i must have had fully clothed on too but i went uh, last week and i had a tank top on he goes whoa you got big uh i don't think i got any bigger he's like Maybe you weren't wearing a tank top. <laughs> I'm scared people when I'm in a tank top then. Just born uh, in a tank top. and Anyway, her. yeah. Have um, you seen
0: her lats? You would you would cry. They're really it's a thing magical. of beauty. Yeah, magical lats.
1: <laughs> um, a little bit about me. Let's see. Uh, I started doing crossfit. I've been here for a while now, so probably about seven years. Um, so I just, I mean, I just love it. Just like you girls, you know, you love lifting. I found CrossFit. I, I just fell in love and kind of bounced around from job to job after college, and just realized this was something I was passionate about, and I wanted to do it full time. So, um, when I was living in Australia a few years ago, I got more serious and started competing. And um, when I moved back, I was like, okay, I'm not getting a real job again. Like, real job, you know? <laughs> I don't know. I'm surprised <laughs>
0: you came back to the States, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for yeah. real.
1: A part of me thought I never would, honestly. I mean, it's, I loved it over there. So I did come back, though, and at least California, you know, it's it's not so bad either, though. So it's been good, and I've been training pretty hard ever since. And uh, I've done stabbled in coaching, and then blogging, and... Um, yeah, so it's kind of how I got started in it. Um, I grew up doing a lot of sports, gymnastics, and things that have that have helped a lot. So, um, yeah. Um, so, for
0: people, you you're in what region in CrossFit? Like, if they want to follow you in the open.
1: Yeah, so I'm in NorCal. Like that's big,
0: like the hardest region, right? There's like, eight like a bajillion is. people there.
1: It's a pretty. <laughs> it's tough like all of yeah. the West Coast. It's gonna Coast. be a difficult year, that's for sure. They've um, made it even harder this year to qualify, so it's gonna be some intense training leading up. Which it's only what two weeks away now, I guess. Oh,
0: See, <laughs> so we so they to, were just asking. Viv, I was like, when does the open start? And Viv, Viv was like, when does the open? I was like, this is a good conversation with Ashley, because <laughs> honestly, I love watching and following the open even when i wasn't crossfitting last week i still did some of the open workouts there was a deadlift one last mm-hmm. year that i ended up doing um and i love following it i love like the live announcements and watching them yeah because there aren't very many opportunities for strength sports so even if right. i don't do crossfit like there's still a lot of crossover yeah, it's only like every four years on the olympics and you have to stay up until three <laughs> <laughs> yeah that kind of stuff yeah <laughs>
1: I can't believe you did that deadlift workout. That was my worst workout last year. Oh, I love that deadlift workout. I would do that every day. Oh, I hated it. I hated it.
0: All right, so the open starts in two weeks, weeks. you said. So, like one week from when this airs. Yeah. So, what are you doing? What is what is when you say a lot of heavy training and prep? What does that look like for you? Because. Fair, fair warning, two weeks ago on the podcast, I think the words came out of my mouth that Camille is not eating 1,200 calories a day and worried about her body fat percentage. Is that a fair estimation of what you think your thoughts and focus are when you're training? I mean, I know that you share kind of what you eat and you're not eating junk food, but you're also fueling really active days, I'm assuming. So, maybe you could talk a little bit about... Um, what that training program looks like for you and how how you fuel that all day long.
1: Yeah, definitely. And I think, um, like you said, she's probably not eating that little. And I think even leading up to the open, we're probably eating more. I find I'm eating a lot more lately because uh, my training volume has increased so much. I think, um, you know, a few months back, I probably was watching what I was eating, you know, because I was lifting a lot and working a lot of skill work maybe not conditioning as hard. So... I wanted to not be sure I didn't gain weight. Now I'm conditioning so much that if I'm hungry, I eat. Like, you know, I'm fueling my body with good food, so I know it's it's good. Um, but as far as how much I'm working out, I, I train about six days a week, about three hours a day. Um, for me, I try to get it all in in one session because I live about a half hour from the gym. I think a lot of athletes probably do two sessions. Um, yeah. If, if it's a an evening workout that I can get in at my house, like I have an airdyne, then I might do that. But I try to get to the gym in the morning around 9 and just stay there for 3 hours. I might take, a like, a 30-minute break and mobilize in between. But um, a good, like, 30, 40 minutes of just endurance for me to start. Jeez. Uh,
0: 30, <laughs>
1: well, I <yeah>. don't
0: <laughs> miss that. No.
1: <laughs> I know. Well, I hate it, too. You know, like, you know, I like to lift weights. I like the gymnastics. But my conditioning is kind of where I... I need to catch up to other athletes, so I've been doing additional conditioning. Got work, work coach. the goat. Yeah, exactly. Which is not fun. Running is not fun.
0: <laughs> I avoided the goat and changed sports content. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Viv <we just, laughs> and I just changed sports. <laughs> we were just like, yeah. look at that Mary, goat. No, oh, I'm going to go I? this way now. <laughs>
1: After the American Open, I thought about it. I was like, well, I love weightlifting. (laughs) Should I just do this? But, you know, it's fun to have a challenge, too, you know? so Yeah. um, Yeah, so that's that's what I'm focusing on right now. It's definitely a lot more volume. I think a lot of us CrossFitters aren't really sure what to expect this year in the Open. Um, In the past, it's been very... uh, I mean, the workouts have been something everyone can do, you know, in a sense it's very inclusive but now they've kind of cut the qualifiers down to top 20 so you don't i don't know if we'll expect more weight or more skill or if it'll still be super endurance like uh either way it's going to be really hard when only 20 people are going to make it in your region so it's kind of just do everything and work really hard and pray when (laughs) when the open comes around
0: so, what are you hoping for in the open? What do what are your favorites? If if running and endurance is your goat,
1: um. So for me, I mean, luckily, I don't think we'll see running in the open. That's really hard. It'd be really hard to judge. Um, I like to lift weights and I like to do gymnastics. So I'm really hoping there'll be some heavy weights and some higher skill stuff. Whether it's you know handstands or muscle ups or pull ups, whatever it is. Um. Although the one lift I do not like to do is deadlift, which is What? Why I hope that workout doesn't show up What do you mean you don't like the deadlift? No, teach me your ways.
0: <laughs> you know, um, just you you come teach us muscle up, right? <laughs> yeah. Cool. Yeah, I'm just gonna muscle up two hundred and thirty pounds or whatever I am right no, now. No, no problem at all. No big deal. <laughs>
1: So yeah, so I guess I'm hoping for high skill, a lot of weight, short workouts, but honestly I don't even know what to expect, so I'm pretty much just preparing for anything and training everything I'm terrible at right now.
0: <laughs> Hopefully so I'll hate CrossFit
1: the... by yeah. the end of this.
0: <laughs> so leading up to the, the week before the Open, do you rest or anything like that, or are you just training all the way up until the Open starts like you would any other um, uh, day of CrossFit?
1: Yeah, so the week that the open starts like it it gets really difficult to kind of schedule your training around, you know, 5 weeks of workouts that you don't know what they're going to be, you know. Right. Obviously, for you guys too, you you have your, you know, your week planned out, you know, if you're going to squat today, you're going to pull or press the next day and you can you can kind of plan for that. With the open, not knowing what's going to come up, it's really hard to plan. Um so I think yeah, we do rest probably one day before. Um, and then pray that whatever comes out isn't something we destroyed ourselves doing two days before. They give you about four days to do the workout, so you know you could rest another day if you needed to. But this year, with it being so competitive, I mean, I imagine CrossFitters are going to be doing these workouts two or three times in four days uh, to get the best score they can. So it's it's definitely a challenge to kind of program and plan your training around for that period of time.
0: It's interesting that you say some athletes will do it several times because I know from following people in media or whatever from last year that there were plenty of people that did things like basically that's all they would do all week. They wouldn't get any variability or whatever, and they would just keep doing it, trying to best their score. And then there's people like Rich Froning that publicly say, I do it one time, Yeah, you know? And so I think... um, I think I could see both sides, right? I could see why if you have the option, why not try to improve your score? Especially right. if you're trying to get to the games and the other side, like That's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. And also like if it's if it's supposed to be the best the your your abilities, time. like do your abilities because when it's in the, when you're at the games you can't have a do over, you know, right. and I think I don't know, for me personally, when I did the math on like Sam Briggs handstand walk costing her not getting into the games because that margin was so freaking small. And if she had gone something like, like the overall walk was 120 feet and she, let's say she went 30 and she'd have gone 33, she would have like gotten into the games with points to spare. Like she just needed to be one more point more than somebody else. And, um, and what the implications of that are in terms of like, you know, regionals and whatever. So again, if she would have had the opportunity to do that over a second or third time, I'm sure she would have done better and gotten in and it would have changed the games, you know? So just from that perspective, I think it's, it's interesting to think about. And, um, I think what you were kind of alluding to Viv is that those, those are kind of the equal to what we do in competitions. Like, you know, we do one competition every couple of months or whatever, rather than like, you know, eight weeks. How many are there? Five. 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 Five weeks in a row. Right. You know, so it's basically what we do in one event. <laughs> <laughs> one day of events one for us. Event. And, yeah. Five, I'm sure it's five a push weeks. to pull something or another. Yeah. <laughs> Gymnastics, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Know. yeah. But, um, you know, we take, we take a week off and we do nothing but, like, roll out and go to the spa. And eat. And mm. eat a lot of food <laughs> for the week before. But yeah. then again, you know... Well, maybe not some people. Some people have to fast in our sport that aren't heavyweight. They do a lot of not eating. Sucks for the um, are Trying to get into their weight class. <laughs> Another thing, Viv, and I saw that goat and went in the other direction. <laughs> yeah. I'm not trying to um, cut weight ever. How, what's, what is your perspective on the fact that CrossFit doesn't have weight classes? Because that's always been something that's kind of fascinated me when I look at the different kinds of wads and who performs better and in different kinds of things because bodies are built so differently and you know, someone who can snatch two hundred pounds is gonna look a lot different than the person who can run and swim right. better, you know?
1: Yeah. And I like that there's not a weight class because I think because we do so many different things, it's it's the only way to maybe make it fair because yeah, that one person might run really well but not snatch a lot versus vice versa for another person and they're gonna kinda of balance out. I think if you had weight classes it would kind of take away from the purpose of just being good at everything that that standard so i i prefer the no weight class i think that's the best way to go about crossfit but um i mean i guess people have different opinions um but in my opinion i i think it's the best (laughs) that way
0: yeah no i think that makes sense like you said it's you know the best of the best it's not the best at a certain you know Weight class or or whatever, right, I guess that's what we do. <laughs> yeah, I think it becomes really apparent. I see it less. I mean, obviously, I see it with the women, but I think the women are more equally cr- calibrated in terms of weight than like some of the men yeah. that compete. Where um, when they when they start to have the wads or they're pulling heavy weight, like there is a huge differential in the amount of weight that they're pulling. Like you know, heavy clean. There's some guys that they're cleaning less than you, Viv, <laughs> right. and then there's you know Jason Kalipa, I think he got to like over 300 or something right so yeah. um there's just oh. that that creates that huge differential
1: right yeah yeah you're right it does um but like so for me I think I'm a fairly sh- one of the on the stronger end but I definitely you know I don't run a 6 minute mile <laughs> so you know and I'm, well maybe one day I will but I <laughs> I'm not, not going to cross my fingers but you know, so I think yeah it's it's an advantage that I can lift that amount of weight, but someone who's smaller and sprints quick, you know, they have an advantage there. Yeah. Um just like, you know, taller athletes, you know, they don't think they have much of an advantage CrossFit unless they're doing wall balls or climbing ropes, you know. Yeah. Think shorter, you know, so I think every body type has an advantage and disadvantage in CrossFit and and that's kind of what helps balance everything out.
0: Yeah. I do I I really enjoy watching CrossFit. Like I mean, the people are pretty the people are <laughs> the people are pretty. Also, it is it's like, like come over saying, here with the drool pan. Like, oh, please. <laughs> I actually have the games from last year saved on my DVR, and I sometimes rewatch them because I'm just I really enjoy, um, like the the there was one one of the ones that I really liked last year in the games was the open swim like the ocean swim oh, yeah. and then they came back on the beach and had to do um i think it was thrusters and burpees yeah and i mean i could just feel the pain right like i've done those <laughs> act- not i've to done do that in the sand right i've done those activities <laughs> enough to know that that did not sound fun <laughs> but those people were crazy amazing like i just um and I think the, to that end, I don't know that I have a point other than just to say, like, the diversity that you're talking about is one of the things that makes it the most appealing to me to watch, right? right. Because I'm like, oh, how's this going to shake out, you know? like, And CrossFit's has done really, like, super good job about making it, like, a spectator sport. Yeah. Because really, yeah. like, you're, I mean, like, before you are going, when I did the Open and things like that, it's like going to the gym and just watching other people work yeah. out. Yeah. And then you get jazzed and then you want to work out. Yeah. So it's really cool now that it's, like, with the grid and I don't know what's happening with that, but with the games, too, making it more, like, extra spectatory. Yeah. Yeah. Because, Um, like, going to regionals and stuff, it's, like, really exciting, and I'm like, I'm gonna buy all the sneakers, (laughs) all these shirts, and obviously this will make me faster. (laughs) (laughs) And and the supplement. I um,
1: I actually, at the games, I went and watched that event. I was on the pier watching that event, and that was definitely a really cool event to watch, and I kept thinking, oh, my God, I drown out there as much as I have to swim. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that was, was a like, super okay, intense one. That to my list of things to work on swimming. <laughs> but, you know, it just makes you want to be there, too. Like, as an athlete, you know, it's so much fun to watch. It makes me want to be there with those athletes competing. So it's yeah. pretty – yeah.
0: So <laughs> what's, what's your plan? What's your strategy here for um, – Forgetting yourself with those athletes in the 2015 games.
1: Yeah, so this year will be my first year and competing as an individual. Uh, the last two years I've been on a team um, at regionals, so I'd like to, to qualify for regionals as an individual. So I've, um, you know, pretty much 100% committed to whatever my coach has me do. You know, before it was kind of I'd go here and there, and I wasn't my training wasn't consistent, and I realized that that has a big part of it so my coach he's been to the games three times now so I you know I feel like he has a good understanding of what it takes so I've been uh, training with him and just really hoping I qualify for regionals I'm not gonna put too much pressure on myself to try to qualify for the games this year because I think I have a lot to learn as an individual competitor Um, but definitely next year that will be my goal to make it to the games I think that would just be an incredible experience it all sounds like super incredible to me. Yeah, okay.
0: I think you're also being <laughs> really super humble. I mean, you were just in Miami and your team placed, right?
1: Yeah, well, we got fifth place, yeah. Oh, no big deal. And BG. <laughs> that was cool, yeah. That was... So,
0: what was that? Was that a, an actual CrossFit competition or what were you doing there?
1: Yeah, that was CrossFit. Uh, it was a big CrossFit competition. It's called Wadapalooza. And um, I, I put together a team. It was a team of three females and it was probably one of the biggest competitions I've ever competed I mean all the female teams had games athletes on their team so to be in that atmosphere and kind of see where we stacked up was pretty cool um and we did actually we had to do an open water swim that was my first open water swim which was so scary <laughs> I was like I'm gonna drown but I got through it so but yeah that was that was Probably the best competition I've ever been to. It was just awesome.
0: What made you decide to go individual instead of staying on your team? If your team was doing so well going getting to regionals versus being an individual athlete. I guess other than to, like, obviously measure yourself, but... Because she's competitive like you and me. What, <laughs> what are you talking about, Stacey? <laughs>
1: that's, a, that's a really good question. I mean, there's a lot that goes into it, I think, um... I'm a really good team competitor because I'm strong and I have good gymnastics skills and you can share the work so you don't have to have like the as good of endurance as you do as an individual competitor and like you said I think just like you guys I want to challenge myself a little bit more um and I think it's going to be a whole new game trying to compete as an individual and I'm just I'm not going to be able to do this forever so I think you know now's the time to try to give it a shot and and see how it goes.
0: Yeah, that's one thing I miss about about CrossFit that I don't have in Strongman is that you're competing. Well, there's like one team competition. Yeah, I try to get you do. to do that. I couldn't do it this year. Mm-hmm. Fact, I already scheduled. No, you life. just did not want to be on my team. No, fact, I already had something scheduled. <laughs> but there's not a ton of like four-person team, six-person team type mm-hmm. things where it's like misery loves company, guys. Yeah. those custom two-person <laughs> logs aren't cheap and easy to find. Yeah, well, <laughs> I get that. But at yeah. the same time, it's just like it's not. It's not exactly the same. Like. We're all competing together, yeah. but separately, yeah. versus, like, An you're, a, you're in this yeah. with me, yeah. and we're going to rock for five miles, and you're going to solve this Rubik's Cube. Nope. Done it. Not going to do it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, team is so much fun, but team can also be, like, super stressful, because, you know, if you let your teammates down, you know, you feel way worse than you do if you do something as an individual mm, and vice yeah. so versa so <laughs> <laughs> last year was so much fun but definitely you know a lot of pressure on each and every one of us because we had wanted to make to the games that was our goal and uh we missed it by one place so oh, yeah it's
0: gonna be the worst
1: that it was the worst you know and you know we'd put a year of training in for that and so you know it's, I mean, I guess if you miss it by one place as an individual, that's terrible, too. But to to work so hard with your teammates and, you know, you can't blame any one person. But it's, you know, you keep thinking of what if this had gone right or that had gone right. And it it was hard. So, you oh know, I think stress. it's just a new, a new challenge for me now.
0: So I have a couple more questions. Um, when what, – what are your thoughts on uh, CrossFit starting to integrate Strongman? Have you – are you – Familiar enough with strongman to know some of the implements that they're using. Um, for example, in the games last year, they had those giant sandbags. Um, they didn't call them sandbags; what they called them, they look so light and fluffy, like big pillows. I, I was know. Like, I wore really those. Nice. Oh, Ours are like they're like the sa- they're like sandbags, but they also had like the worm log. Yeah, thing yeah. yeah. Type situation where they had to like sh- it's yeah. basically like they had to stone shoulder it, but they. Like, did something But it was nice. Yeah. It It was was soft looking. Rogue made it look not like it was going to give you cement rash, um, which is what we deal with. But, um, and then some of the other ones that I've seen, um... The Pig. The Pig. Which is like a tire flip, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. They also did tire flips. They, um, um, I watched one. It was like a team one and it was painful to watch where, um one of the girls could just not team flip this giant tire and it was like really painful to watch. But, um, they also are starting to do actual strongman CrossFit. Like there's a cert and classes where people are doing strongman movements in a CrossFit type environment, like farmers handle farmers carry and stuff like that. Um, is that something that you're starting to integrate into your training or that you have kind of thoughts on? Yeah, that's, that's actually
1: a good question. I think, um, like you said you see people struggle with these new movements and and then that's what's going to happen it's going to evolve, and we're probably going to be seeing it a lot more uh i actually did a competition i guess it's been two years ago now where we actually had to do stones and a log uh clean and jerks Mm -hmm. and uh, i'd never done it before (laughs) (laughs) logs are so different than cleans people think that they're the same but they're just entirely different and so, yeah, kind of learning uh, that movement on the fly was interesting. Uh, <laughs> Does it Be prepared fun. for anything I'm or something, CrossFit. Yes, a little bit. <laughs> um, so I'll admit I probably haven't been working on that much now. I Probably because I don't think we'd see it in the open and I don't think we'd see it at regionals. Mm-hmm. But probably would see some of that stuff maybe at the games. Yeah,
0: I would agree. Yeah. Like make
1: it to the games. Like you'd probably want to start implementing that stuff. Yeah. I think the the rule that CrossFit seems to follow is, like, if you see something at the Games, then the next year you might see it at Regionals.
0: Mm. Mm. That makes sense. So you think maybe because they did tires last year at the Games or they did sandbags last year at the Games, it might actually be at Regionals this it year? It might be. I think, yeah, yeah. You might see maybe something I think right th- that kind of equipment is scalable. I think that's why, like, they bring it up, up at the Games yeah. so then they can be like, hey, look at our new toy. And then yeah. all like- well, Trainers are last like, year, let me get that toy. <laughs> last year, those clear walls. I mean, I just was like cringing every time someone had to climb over one of those walls thinking about like banging your body against and but like the bruises and just, I don't know. Maybe that's just me. i bruise easy. i just just like me getting over I'm, that I'm wall. I'm over here like, what do you mean, MRSA or? I don't know. Me getting over that wall would be a whole lot more effort than other people getting over that wall. So walls are not fun. No, I'm not interested. <laughs> thank you.
1: It's not fun. What, what do you guys think about strong men being part of CrossFit? I think cool. it
0: awesome. Yeah. There's um, like on an arm over arm pull last yeah. year too. And I remember the Strongman community, there was like an uprising about being offended. And I just remember saying to people that they were idiots because it only benefits all of us to share, engage people. share and engage. In, and if someone sees that in the games and they're like, oh, that's cool. I want to, you know, do that. Then that's good for our sport. And it's... You know, it's it articulates 11. our case, which is strongman is hard. Um, yeah. And so if it shows up in the games and, and, games, sport. and games athletes <laughs> are doing it. And by the way, the sled pull arm over arm is like half the weight that we do in training. Then it makes me feel like, oh, yeah, I'm I'm games competition material. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's that and it's just kind of like a lot of people find crossfit and it's just really their their starting point yeah. for whatever yeah. they find they enjoy more yeah like like Ashley was at the weightlifting competition not a lot of people are exclusive and only to strongman you know right. a lot i mean to crossfit like a lot of people start there um and do things like olympic lifting or powerlifting or strongman or gymnastics um you know before and after and it's it's kind of a sport that brings it all together and i think for me i kind of see crossfit as the melting pot so it right. makes sense for me that they would incorporate they they've incorporated olympic lifting and powerlifting why can't they incorporate strongman right. um so i was actually at the superfit games a couple of weeks ago and they had Um, stones and they were super smooth, brand new, never been used stones. (laughs) And I was talking to someone who was about to use it in competition and she had never done stones before. And she was like, Oh my God, what do I do? And I was like, first of all, that stone is going to slip right out of your hands. You need to grip it with your forearms. Like you've never needed to hold anything more in your life because (laughs) (laughs) like, um, so I, I think it's it's interesting, and it's cool, and I like the idea that there's new things, because if, if it really is the sport of being fit... And constantly varied. And constantly varied, then it shouldn't be the same things that people are expecting all the time. And I, I like this idea that, especially at the games when you're talking about rating the elite level athletes, that there really should be things that they've never seen before, and you're really testing someone's fitness and not just, you know how much did you train this or, you know, whatever. So I, I like the idea, but I, I know that there were some people in the strongman man community that were all affronted and they get all offended by, you know, CrossFit in general. And it's just a subset of noisy people, you know, all of us meatheads talking.
1: <laughs> I think a lot of it has evolved too. I mean, I think when CrossFit, you know, was newer, probably people's Olympic lifts looked terrible. And some of them still do, but I think, um, you know, I think it, a lot of CrossFitters have evolved in their weightlifting. I mean, obviously, I have. I've become very passionate about weightlifting. I've started working with a powerlifting coach. I think as a CrossFit athlete, you know, I might want to start working with people that, like you guys, that understand strongman and could help me too. And I think just, you know, having you guys as part of the community would be really awesome for CrossFitters to get better at it too because, like you said, the Strongman probably was upset because they maybe their form was terrible, but, you know, CrossFitters might need your help to kind of learn how to, to do it too. So, I think it's it's kind of good to to embrace all of those things and take some time to learn how to do it all properly.
0: So, I think it's interesting that you've mentioned a couple of times your your coach and your Can um, you name drop. Yeah, I think you should you should name drop who you're working with because it's super awesome and you've been way humble this whole time like oh I hope maybe I'll get to the you know the games <laughs> next time to the games three times or something yeah, yeah. come on
1: drop the ball well, my coach his name's Gabe Subri he's uh he owns CrossFit 209 Sport and in Stockton so um I've been he's been my coach actually for the past about seven or eight years uh he was my personal trainer before he even started doing CrossFit so we've had a relationship for a really long time so it's been been really cool to see him evolve and help me evolve um uh, so that's yeah. a
0: solid friendship slash yeah. training. Partner. And who's your who's your powerlifting coach? Uh
1: so I work with Mark Bell. Um he has a gym in Sacramento. Yeah,
0: that's that's kind of a name that people listening to this podcast would know. Yeah.
1: So yeah. So <laughs> I'm with him. Quite a bit. Uh, he's helped me with my terrible deadlift a lot, so that's been good. <laughs>
0: um so Viv, if, you, if you're Googling it right now... I'm, I'm not Googling it right I now. I see her touching her phone. <laughs> um, he is Mark's Belly Belly, who has a Belly very Belly. popular powerlifting podcast, right? Yes. Yeah. And he, he uses, like, the slingshot stuff. Have you ever heard of slingshots? Yes, I've heard of slingshots. He, he, like, invented those, or what, what's his deal?
1: Yeah. yeah, that's his product. Yeah.
0: So you run into... Oh, I can't say her name. I have a terrible... She's one strong nurse on, on Instagram. Who? One strong nurse. Uh, um, uh, I'm a, I don't know, we, we, I, I've never met her, so I don't know how to pronounce oh, it. I, I can only see it is. on Instagram. She works out with him, too. So I, I don't I know, know if you ever see her, her there.
1: Oh, yeah, I probably, I don't know if I've met her. I kind of, I go at random times, so I haven't met everyone in there. And I try to, I usually go once a week, because my coach gets mad if I do too much powerlifting.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, next time you're there, look for someone with giant thighs, and that'll okay. probably be She's her. a strong She's, man. <laughs> yeah, she was, like, top, powerlifting. top three strongman in um, at Nationals. Yes. So she's going to the Arnold, and um, we'll probably have her on the podcast yeah. in the future as well. But. Yeah, awesome. Awesome. Well, okay, so I want to remind people they can find you at Live in Paleo, no G. You're on Instagram, and you're awesome on Instagram, and everyone should follow you there because that's our favorite medium. And they can find Beaver Bites and order them online, right? They're now officially Whole30 approved.
1: I'm so excited.
0: (laughs) So, um, great source of clean protein. In my opinion, egg white is my favorite protein because I can't do whey. So I highly encourage people trying it, checking you out. Anything else I forgot or you want to mention?
1: No, that's it. I uh, appreciate you guys having me. Um, I think this podcast is awesome. So it's been, it's been a pleasure chatting with you guys.
0: Awesome. Well, thanks, thanks so much for coming, for coming on. on. Enjoy your California weather. It is like 19 degrees here. The wind is crazy. I'm only going to do an underwear run.
1: <laughs> on Sunday. Gosh, I totally
0: forgot you were doing this. <laughs> I was like 75 today here. Well, yeah, my mom, my mom just flew over there and she's like, I think I lost three pounds just getting off the airplane. She, <laughs> she was like, I just have to take all my jackets off. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, the good news is the hot tub will be nice and refreshing. Hopefully. <laughs> It's about all, <laughs> that's about all we've got to look forward I can to. I am going to put a hat on and get in the hot tub and hope for the best. Turn into a popsicle when I jump off. Awesome. <clears throat> all right. Well, thank you so much for joining us. And um, I will look forward to following you through the open.
1: Thank
0: you so much. Thanks. Thanks. Okay. Bye. Bye.